0: Good morning and welcome to The Breakfast Show. You are listening right across Australia on 87.6, 87.8 or 88 on the Faith FM Network. And you are joined by Danuta and Lawson. Lawson, good morning to you once again. Good morning, Danuta. How's everything going?
1: mate. Living my best life. I knew that. I mean, we're we're here (laughs) in the Breakfast Show (laughs) studio this morning, uh, getting it done. I mean, for me personally, I don't have much to report other than just... Hanging out in the library and doing doing assignments. Good really. for you though. That's yeah. not
0: much longer for you. Though. Yeah, like that's really. Right. Exam week was what two weeks away. Yeah, two, to, th- two,
1: three weeks. So there's there's definitely like a light at the end of the tunnel coming up. That's you know, fantastic. To, so, that's absolutely yeah.
0: fantastic. Hey, you know what? My hubby and I watched on the weekend. What did you watch? I know, sev- like you know, a couple months back or so, we were talking about the movie Sound of Freedom.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, the one
0: based on an incredible true story mm. that that looks at the darkest. Things you know of, of child trafficking mm-hmm, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And have you seen it yet or not?
1: I haven't watched the movie. No, I, I just but like, <laughs> like it's
0: actually really incredibly done. I know we were into doing some interviews here with. Was it Voice of the Martyrs? I can't remember. We actually had who yeah, yeah, we had
1: we we we, well, we talked with Voice of the Martyrs, but furthermore, we we talked with people from uh, the uh, I the, the 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 name of the organization is just escaping me, but working in, in preventing child trafficking in various countries around the world. Yeah. Ab-
0: absolutely, and it was really fascinating Fasting into something.
1: Yeah, it was. Oh, um, it's it's escaping yeah. me. We'll,
0: well find it. We'll come back to, to you because I know. Comments. Yeah, yeah. So um, I just remember that interview was really quite incredible, and we, um, and you know, we we spoke about this this movie, Sound of Freedom. If you haven't seen it, you know, uh, um, yeah, if you can deal with some of the stuff that's on there, it's actually not too revealing, but it's actually a really well done movie. Mm. Have a look at that. But of course, it is something that is on the rise in a massive, massive way around the world coming up on our show today we have our interview after eight o'clock after the eight o'clock news with jennifer skews continuing on emotional health her segments are always fantastic in our news we're talking about hydrogen fuel cells and in our bible study we're continuing on sharing god's mission looking at abraham's spirit of prayer
1: you're listening to the breakfast show podcast on faith fm positively different
0: Another happy song Mm. to start the day and wake us all up, hey. All right, Lawson, what is our first quiz question for today, please?
1: All right, the first quiz question for today. Tara was the father of which important leader? If you know the answer to that question, well, then you will go into the draw for our prize for this week, which will be drawn on Friday at quarter to nine. But again, that question was, Tara was the father of which important leader? leader. Our number is 0491 064 669. Again, 0491 064 669. And our prize for this week is a really amazing one. It's actually a piece of decor that we are wanting to give you called a, well, it's a gratefulness jar. It's basically it a beautiful porcelain jar. And then there's, you know, gratefulness cards that can go inside. But you guys have seen this jar. You know, you've, you've, you've seen this piece of decor and, and you guys reckon, man, you can put anything in there. You can put, you utensils, you could you could put it in the kitchen, you could you, I <laughs> I'm right, I'm, eh? I'm trying to think about what I could put in there. And I don't know. I t- what, what do I need a jar for? I think I think the gratefulness cards would suffice. Or maybe, I don't know, my socks <laughs> or something. I'm Your like, socks. Nah, I don't know. I, I'm <laughs> just, I'm just, the
0: whole thing would get too smelly. Oh, no. Not
1: dirty <laughs> socks. What are you talking about? That goes in the that goes in the washing machine. No, That's no, 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 right. Clean, clean, clean. That's
0: right. Absolutely. So here's the interesting thing is because mm-hmm. she said she would use them for kitchen utensils mm-hmm. and have the cards on the side. You can pick them up anytime. Mm-hmm. In my case, I think I'd use it as a flower vase. A flower oh. vase for flowers oh, cool. yeah yes. Yeah. so we've all got three different purposes there you go you, mm-hmm. you might even think of your own when you actually get it but go in the draw for for the gratitude uh, mm. which you will not regret so that question again for us was Tara was the father of which important leader text us in on 0491 hey we're gonna go and say hi to Walla Walla in New South Wales did you know there was a Walla Walla in Australia, I know, I've heard of Walla Walla College, isn't it? Oh, like well, in the U- Washington, it, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, over there. Yeah. But there, so there's Walla Walla. So Walla Walla is a town in the river, Riverina region of a south part of New South Wales. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, basically, yeah, along the, uh, in the Shire of the Greater Hume Shire Council. It's mm-hmm. about 39 kilometres north of Albury Wodonga and oh, about okay. 130 kilometres south of Wagga Wagga. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, it's one of those smaller towns that, yeah, basically is near some of the bigger towns because Albury and Wagga Wagga are really quite big. If you are listening from Walla Walla or if you are somewhere near there like Wagga Wagga and Albury too, we'll take take any text from you. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Text us in. Mm. Tell us what you love about what you know the area that you're living in. Tell us what you love about Faith FM. Tell us what you love about the breakfast show. Sure. What have you got to share?
2: And we're in a double named town right now.
0: We are Uh, oh yeah curry curry so Walla Walla and curry curry maybe they're cousins. What do you think? (laughs) 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 Cousins of some sort. So text Mm -hmm. us in if you are listening in from Walla. We'd love to hear from you. Hey Lawson,
1: yeah, what's going on? Good news. What's going on? What's the But here's my
0: question first to you. Mm -hmm. Have you ever plucked a, a chook? You know, as in plucked out the feathers from a chook.
1: No, I, I have never, ever, ever done that. Have
0: you? Ever, oh, okay. Going backwards a bit. Have you ever caught a chook in your hand?
1: No. Have you, you have? done both of these things? Absolutely, I have. So you've you've chased after it. You've grabbed it. You've <laughs> put it on the chopping yeah. block. <laughs> I know. haven't done the
0: chopping block, but, but block. But I've seen it. So here's the thing: when you were sick last week, I covered an interesting story on mm-hmm. mushrooms and how my mum taught me to. Uh, all three of us girls, but taught, you know, I particularly really took a, an interest in it, um, taught us to find mushrooms that mm. were still not showing out from the grass, you know, you'd fill them with your feet underneath, right? Mm. So here's the thing. When we were growing up as well, we had chooks. mm mm-hmm. Okay, so every year there'd be like three or four hens that would have, would put the eggs underneath, would have the chicks, and so it would kind of rotate. Mm. So this was the days before we became vegetarian, mm. uh, and so we were having chooks. And mum always thought that fresh, you know, your own stuff is always better. And so we we would have like a dozen chooks, like, you know, mm. they'd go around in the, the yard and whatever. So when it came time for that, my mum or my grandfather would actually – do the deed, right? Wow. Cut, Cut the head off. Amazing. Okay. And then we would have to sit there with mum. We didn't have to, but we got into it, you know, plucking the chook because it would mm-hmm. take a while it was a really really messy job
1: yeah okay. i can imagine
0: and so look hey before i continue on if you have done anything like this before text us in on 0491 064 or if you've done anything like really really different when you were growing up that you had to do at home with either animals or even in the garden or it's just something different just text us in zero four nine one zero six four six six nine and share it with us chill
2: yeah, when I was growing up, we were on like 36 acres oh, and we wow. had lots of chickens. And ah, I there remember you go. one time walking home, from the school bus dropped me off and we had a really long driveway and I was walking down the driveway and I could see a chicken with no head just wandering oh, around. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 because because they, their nerves stay after you've talked yeah. that. Yeah, They enough. do but for so, a while. So, yeah, mm-hmm. so he was still walking around and I'll never forget It was a little <laughs> traumatizing that as a child. So- Absolutely.
0: So, so when you've shared, that's really interesting because what, where my mind went to when you shared that was the time that I saw, I happened to look outside because mum would always say, don't look, right? Mm. But I happened to look outside and she was chopping the head off the rooster, right? And suddenly the head was on, you know, stayed on, on the block, but that, that, that whole body was just still flapping around. I was just like, no, way. So anyway, onto <sighs> a nice and so intense. <laughs> so is that, is that all you thing- wanted to say about that? Yeah, no, is that no, no, like, no. Here's the cool, good. I so mean- here's the interesting good news part. Okay. okay, okay. Here's the good news. Researchers from ETH uh, in Zurich, which is a public university in Zurich, Switzerland, Mm -hmm. and they focus on science, technology, maths and engineering. They also educate engineers and scientists. They've actually found a way to catch this, to use chicken feathers Mm -hmm. to replace chemicals inside of hydrogen fuel cells, which is really interesting. Like... How would you put the the two even together? I can see okay. you're shaking your yeah. head. Like, no, well, where is the connection? You're well, saying hydrogen fuel cells <laughs> are
1: something that's like very, very interesting in terms of the tech world because it's essentially, yeah. it's an engine in which, like the the only uh, emission is. Water vapor, really, yes. at the end of the day, and and it's like running on hydrogen, which is the single most abundant element in the world. So it's like that's right. It's like if you know, it's be. Well, I I think I've talked about it like a, a while ago on the radio, saying like if we could find a way to get hydrogen engines really going, you know, hydrogen fuel cells to make them as efficient as possible, like we we you know you could you could solve the issue of of using fossil fuels or even like electric cars and whatnot, like like having battery powered, like if it's running on hydrogen, but they're using feathers in
0: hydrogen Yeah, yeah, so, so fuel you'll cells. be happy with this story given that you said you've been wanting yeah. to see them do this sort of stuff. So the interesting thing is, of course, uh, as you said, hydrogen fuel cells actually make energy um, mm. um, that is emission-free and also fuel similar to diesel is mm-hmm. what it's actually saying. And so currently it's actually made with fewer uh, forever chemicals which are actually toxic in large amounts and they mm-hmm. don't actually disintegrate. And so what they're finding is that yeah, that can actually do something that's going to lower co- lower costs. <clears throat> excuse me, as well as these renewable hydrogen fuel cells. Now, Professor of Food and Soft Materials Raphael Mazenga has actually, for many years, researched food. Uh, for renewable energy systems, which is interesting. I mm-hmm. would never have thought that they'll be using foods for renewable energy systems. But here it is, um, as well as, you know, looking at decreasing costs of adopting hydrogen. Mm. So that's what, they, what they've been looking at. Now, here's the thing. Chicken actually supplies, you know, food for so many countries, of course. You know, it is one of the, the, the key meats that people love to eat. So there's a lot of chooks being killed, unfortunately. And here's the benefit – um, so well, here's the thing though, before I go on to the benefit. About forty million metric tonnes of feathers per year are being destroyed and actually produces carbon dioxide and toxic. Gases, okay, mm. but they've actually now found with new technology that it, that the stuff from the feathers can actually replace toxic substances and prevent release of carbon dioxide, Sorry, that it prevents release of carbon dioxide and actually reduces the carbon footprint cycle. And so what they've actually done is is they implemented it, and the team in in Zurich, together with Nanyang Technological University in Singapore, have actually come up with a brilliant solution with using feathers in the place of chemicals. Now, these chicken feathers mm-hmm. are made of 90% keratin Here, Now, keratin is a protein that we find in our hair and in our finger fingernails. Mm-hmm. It's also converted um, to amyloid uh, – it can be converted to amyloid fibrils, which are actually very, very fine fibres. And so here's the thing. For two, two reasons, it can actually be used to make the membrane between the anode and cathode mm. fuel cells – uh, and so it's cheaper than synthetic material, materials, three times cheaper, in fact. And the other thing is through the technology, it can actually use the membrane to actually make the pure hydrogen that we were talking about mm. that can be used in some way as diesel fuel for planes and trains, which is absolutely incredible to think that, yeah, the benefit is from both sides because of what, you know, the feathers are actually emitting um, and when they're being destroyed, mm-hmm. but it's actually now being used for a benefit in every way. And mm. so I just think, like what incredible ways you know things have been created, but also what incredible minds God has given to people to be able to be researching and putting things together.
1: You're listening to the Breakfast show podcast on Faith FM, positively different.
0: If you missed, actually, the good news part about the chicken feathers, it's the fact that it's actually replacing forever chemicals inside renewable hydrogen fuel cells that is actually lowering costs as well and, of course, um, environmentally a whole lot more friendly as well. Lawson, what is our next quiz question? Oh, we have a multiple-choice one this time.
1: Yeah, here we go. What two insects will God whistle for and they will come? The hint here is that it's from Isaiah chapter seven eighteen and nineteen mm. okay multiple choice will he whistle for a the flies and the bees b the locusts and the fleas c the beetles and the ants or d the caterpillars and the canker worms. If you know the answer to this one, man, very much some some animal theme uh, in the studio this morning. If you know the answer to this one, again, our number is zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. You can go into the draw to win our amazing prize for this week, which is the porcelain jar, the gratefulness jar. We want to give you, which again, I think in its original configuration, functions as a jar, which you, there's these you know prayer and gratefulness cards that you you know, put stuff into, but now, you, you, like, what we have learned, discovered through Shell and Danuta, being able to, to see this jar and whatnot, is that, you, mate you You just use it for anything. It's a beautiful porcelain jar that is an amazing piece of decor. Of course, Christmas is coming up, so it'd it'd just be an awesome present. Hey, again, that question was, what two insects will God whistle for and they will come? Is it A, the flies and bees, B, the locusts and the fleas, C, the beetles and the ants, or D, the caterpillars and the canker worms? And now, again, that clue is, or the hint is Isaiah chapter 7, 18 and 19. Our number is 0491 That is the number to text if you know the answer.
0: That's it, and we want to encourage all of our listeners to keep on texting in their answers. We've been having heaps coming through this week, but we want to particularly encourage our listener, Valme. Valme so far has been entering everything, and she has had a 100%. You have had, a 100% correct mm. answers all the way through, and this might be one of the very first times or second time that we might have somebody this week that could have a clean sweep of everything being correct. Completely, uh, c- completely correct all week. We've yeah. never had
2: a clean sweep. Oh, we before. have never
0: had one. Okay, no. sorry, so got Val that May, one wrong. Belmay
2: could be the first because she's, she's be the first. Eleven for eleven so far.
0: Hey, oh, that is so but. exciting! And so, if she goes in the, you know, when she goes in the draw, and if she wins, do we give something extra special because it was first person and getting a clean sweep? We might have to think oh. about that.
2: Oh, aye, oh, aye. Oh, aye.
0: A hearty pat <laughs> on the back. And oh, a clap. It's something more like, than it's that yes. like
2: surely you know,
0: opportunity Lawson. To win. <laughs> yeah. absolutely absolutely hey Wayne also says good morning to and Lawson driving past the Canberra hospital it is good to see a 1200 millimeter faith FM sign faith FM signs out on the main road that's near Canberra hospital so that is fantastic news thanks for letting us know Wayne really hope you're having a good day too Lawson what are we going for, with our news today please
1: yeah actually just a quick shout out to Canberra I'm going to be down there next month spending some time. We're going to, we're going to be right. having the Faith FM regional down there and promoting Faith FM, having a community dinner as well. If you're listening to Faith FM and you're in Canberra right now, hey, jump onto our website, faithfm.com.au and check it out. Try and get involved and 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 meet us down there. Myself, Robbie Bergen, Lloyd Grollman some of the Presenters here at Faith FM <coughs> I'm sorry. So Lloyd oh, Grolman
0: is the Aussie pastor that you hear on Faith FM as well quite regularly, and he's on, on TV as well. So you don't want to miss any of the speakers. And yes, because you hear Lawson every day, he will be yeah, down there too.
1: Absolutely. Hey, in the news this morning yes. a very interesting quote has come to life, uh, light recently, uh, from someone who we actually, we talked about with Justin Lawman on the phone. We briefly talked about Donald it Trump. It's so funny that he has not been the president now for almost 4 years yet he is still dominating headlines he's still
0: being featured everywhere and isn't
1: he? and the reason i want to talk about him is because obviously and what we talked about with Justin Lawman on the phone is the trouble that re- the republican party are currently having selecting a speaker of the house you know mm. and, and and because of this because they don't have a speaker this is leading you know uh, the decisions that are that should be made in the Senate and whatnot of the United States, and and politically, it, it is causing those decisions to be delayed, and particularly as you know, very very sued, they're going to. Need, they're going to need to meet to raise the debt ceiling and whatnot of the United States so they can mm. keep borrowing money mm. so that they can, you know, so that their country doesn't collapse um, economically. But that being said, uh, Donald Trump has come out and given this very interesting quote in which he said, you know, because there's this question over like, Oh, so, you know, who's going to become the, the speaker? Who's going to become the speaker for the house. And he, he simply, he simply said this, you know, no, no candidate has been put forward that has been approved. Uh, it's a challenging role. And he said, there's only one person that can do it all the way. Do you know who that is? Jesus Christ. If Jesus came down and said, I want to be the speaker, he would succeed. Other than that, I haven't seen anyone that can guarantee success. Mm. Which is an incredibly... Like, fascinating quote and, and a perspective on, on Jesus and who he is. And I, I just thought, like, it is, it's so, it was so out of less field that he would say this that I was just like, I was perplexed. I'm like, what, what is the, what is the end game in saying, yes, you know, who would solve the problem of, 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 you know, the, the speaker of the house and what's going on in US politics at the moment? Jesus, mm. Gee, wow. if, if Jesus came and and was this no, but but hear, hear me out. He's yeah. he's not saying like, oh yeah, if Jesus comes back tomorrow, you know, if the yeah. second coming takes place, or if, you know, if people give their hearts to Christ. No, no, no. He's like, you know, who would be the best speaker of the house? Mm. Jesus and, and, I, and I was just I was really perplexed by that Yeah And, and I, I think that it's It's, it's very much interesting uh, From the perspective that uh, uh, Again Again My question The question that raises for me Is like Why would he say something like this Is it Is it is it because he is, is re- really believes that Jesus would be able to, mm. like, should fulfill this role? Or, you know, is it, is it some type of political pandering? I know that Jesus of himself said when he came to this earth in Luke chapter 12, you know, there's this guy, he comes to him and he says, you know, tell my brother to divide, you know, my inheritance with me after Jesus had been you know, addressing the crowd and talking about many things, the blasphemies, of the Holy Spirit, confessing Christ before men, all these different things. And, and it, it's actually this very contentious situation that Jesus is in, where he's talking to the disciples, he's talking to the Pharisees, mm-hmm. and this gr- great crowd has gathered, and many people are listening to him, to the point where people are trampling over each other to yes, listen to Jesus yes. speak. And, and then this one guy rocks up and he says, teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. And Jesus responds and says, man who made me a judge or an arbitrator over you? Mm. And he said to them, take heed and beware of covetousness for one's life does not consist in the abundance of the things he possesses. And I think the reality is as, as like God says, and and the Bible attributes to God and God attributes to himself in the Bible. He says, you know, kingdoms, I raise them up and I bring them low. And Mm. I think that God is working Mm. in these situations, but Again, Jesus was very clear that he was not wanting to be the the king of a particular political party yeah, or right. he wasn't or, or a nation or whatever yeah. it may be. He said, "Oh, no 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 no. My ideals are to establish the kingdom of heaven." Of
0: heaven. That was the whole key, wasn't it, when he came to this earth?
1: And I think in particular, this is this is really really important. Not to see the advancement of some kind of worldly kingdom no matter how good the ideals but rather to essentially establish his kingdom so that he can come back and Mm -hmm. rid the world of sin you're listening to the breakfast show podcast on faith fm positively different
0: Listening to The Breakfast Show with Danuta and Lawson. Lawson, what's our next quiz question, please?
1: Hey, our next quiz question this morning is simply this Who was the first high priest of Israel? If you know the answer to that one, 0491 064 669. Maybe maybe it needs a bit of clarification too, because there are high priests, according to the Bible, who precede this person. Mm -hmm. But the question is, who was the first high priest? of Israel. If you know the answer to that one, again, 0491 064, 0491 064 669 is the number to text. And if you correct, text the correct answer to that one, you will go into the draw to win our amazing piece of decor, the gratefulness jar that we're giving away, which is a beautiful porcelain jar, which you can use to put the gratefulness cards that it comes within, or just use to put anything in, or just, just, you know, sit on a shelf, or whatever right. it may be. It's, it's you know. Keep awes- reminding
0: you of gratefulness yeah, every time you look at it. That's
1: right. An awesome, beautiful jar that we are wanting to give you for free. But how you get it is you enter the draw and we are going to be drawing that on Friday. And the more questions you answer correctly, the more chances you have to win the draw. Again, that question was, who was the first high priest of Israel?
0: That's right. And it has come time now for our interview with Jennifer Skews. Jennifer, hello. Are you there? Hello. Yes, I am here. Ah, uh, good to have you back once again, Jennifer. We always love your segments, and of course, the oh, last good. last few weeks we've been covering about the emotional roller coaster, and we that have. has been mm-hmm. absolutely fantastic. And where are we going today with what we're covering?
2: Well, we're so continuing on that theme because it's really looking at emotions, and emotions are the centre of our world when we look mm. at it. Um, and I've got a question: and what disturbs um, your or our peace of mind
1: what does that what disturbs my peace of mind
2: yeah what, it, what is it that um, mm. when you 're feeling in peace, what disturbs it? what creates
0: the havoc so for me there's i mean there can be a range of things, but one that jumps mm-hmm. out at me is you know when when people are being really real bullies, like bully, mm-hmm. bullying mm. is one of those sort mm-hmm. of things, um, and especially when it comes from People who are
2: supposedly Christians.
1: Mm. That,
2: for me, is one of the hardest, actually. Yes. Mm. Yes, that would be, that is, I know, that is not a good one. Mm. And when it's
0: persistent, when it just you know, no matter how kind or good you are to them, it just mm-hmm. is a continual thing.
1: Mm. Yes. Mm. Okay. Oh, man, what yeah. disturbs my peace of mind? Uh, <laughs> deadlines, maybe? <or> like, <laughs> yeah. like like okay. assignments, something like that. Like I mean, yeah, you know, you feel you feel the pressure, man, and it's like yeah, I, I, do. I I I do find myself if I've got like some deadline the next day I really struggle to and this this is very rare for me because I'm a fantastic sleeper, but I find myself like laying in bed, like going, you know, thinking about like, oh, I've got this thing yeah. tomorrow, or you know, I was <laughs> like, oh, I need to get this done, and da 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 da. So, so yeah, I, I think, I think maybe, yeah, possibly the 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 anxiety of of things mm-hmm. coming up and deadlines coming to a close that would that would you know disturb my peace of mind.
2: Yeah, and well, where, the, where the brain keeps thinking as well. Yes, mm. yes, absolutely. And we're going to sort of go into that more about the brain thinking as we go. But at the moment, it's looking at the peace of mind. And really, the, the answer is our emotions can disturb our peace of mind. But it's this is a key to that door. And it's a quote from a Richard Carlson. He was a psychologist back in the 90s. He wrote these books, and you might be familiar with Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, and it's all small stuff. Mm. I don't know if you've heard of that book, but it is mm. a great little book, and it has little, uh, like, segments of readings, and he's spot on as far as the mind, emotions, and even the spirit goes. Mm. So it, this is one of his quotes. He says, to a large degree, the measure of our peace of mind is determined by how much we're able to live in the present moment. Mm. Okay. And this is why when you look at what disturbs your peace of mind, it is to do with emotions. And it is not we're not living in the present when we are disturbed or we don't have peace of mind. And irrespective of what happened yesterday or last year or what may or may not happen tomorrow, the present moment is where you are always. Mm. All right? And one of the things I think of as a Christian, where is God? He's here in the present. Mm. Right. He knows the past. He knows the future. But his presence is in the present moment. That's the only way we can contact him. So Mm. that's sort of, I think, as a Christian, that's one factor. But um, Richard Carlson goes on to say, to combat fear. Now, fear is an emotion. The best strategy is to learn to bring your attention back to the present. And he gives this great quote, which I love and I use, by Mark Twain, who said, I've been through some terrible things in my life, some of which actually happened. Mm. So you think that about is, that, that one? That's an
1: intense quote. Yeah, like, it hey, is, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, he is. He seems to be mistaken or, or admitting, <laughs> you, you know, his constant, yeah, mistakenness regarding yes. the, the difficult things he's facing. Mm. He's coming now, to that.
2: Yeah, think of you looking at deadlines. You're going through. You can't sleep. You're going over and over and over yeah. it. But it hasn't yet happened. Mm. But you're making it happen. Now, you're stressing about it now when in actual fact it's ahead of you. It hasn't even happened yet. Mm. And usually when you're looking at deadlines, it doesn't matter what it is, it might be a deadline to get to an appointment to do an assignment. What is the problem? Why do we lose our peace of mind? Why do we get disturbed? Because what are we worrying about?
1: Mm. Well, the what, what are you worrying about? The potential for things yeah. to go wrong, I think. The potential yes, for failure. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. What if I don't get there? What if I make a mistake? You know, what if I get held up in traffic and I don't get to my appointment? And mm. we we are constantly projecting ahead, which is is the big problem. And it's usually uh, well, it can be a good thing. Like if you're going on a holiday, you look forward to it. Right. Mm. So that uplifts you. Um, but then on your way home you gotta go back to work, you start projecting again, oh no, I gotta to go to work, da, da, da. <laughs> What if yeah. they dump on me? Or so you can see how we're working ahead of ourselves. And he says, Practice keeping your attention on the here and now, your efforts will pay off. Mm. And there's a very good Bible verse. There's many of them, but this is in Matthew 6.34. It says, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Mm. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Yes.
0: Oh, and and that's such a good verse because it it is so much
2: about, yeah. Yeah. So we create our own trouble. Mm. and uh, unfortunately and sure there is a lot of trouble out there if you get up in the morning and watch the your news you're going to be worrying and projecting ahead and you know we take on other people's troubles mm. um yet i believe as christians we need to go to god and to work with him and seek god's spirit and walk with jesus because that helps us to stay focused in the present moment mm. so it so this is a challenge for Everyone listening, as well as both of you, to be aware of where your focused attention is in your thinking. Mm. So, and what can you change? That's the other thing.
0: So what are some key things, um, Jennifer, that we can actually be doing? Um, I hear hear what you're saying about, you know, trying mm -hmm. to come into the presence, But Mm. how um, into the present, how can we particularly do that? Because it's very much a mind mind issue, isn't it? But what are the sort of things? Are there any kind of little tips that can help
2: us towards that more? Okay. Well, when you're in the present and you keep dragging up the past, so this is to be aware, in other words, be aware of what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. So if I'm in the present, go. Oh, that was awful! Look what happened, and oh, what if, And then we go, what if it happens again? But once we go over the past, it's unresolved. It's the past baggage compartment, your emotional baggage, mm-hmm. things we haven't dealt with, or things that have upset us we haven't uh, grieved or come to terms with. We're going to not be in the present moment, and that's when we get depressed. Mm-hmm. It's the brain thinking about the depart- about the past and what happened and what went wrong and all our mistakes, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. So when we're depressed, the focus of our present mind is in the past, mm. okay? Now, the moment you start looking ahead and fearing, like what if I don't meet the deadline? What if I don't get there on time that is fear projected fear thinking Mm -hmm. it's the what if what Mm -hmm. if i don't do this what if this happens and that creates anxiety so if you're anxious in the present your future projection Mm -hmm. if you're depressed You're focused on the past. So what are your choices? So the key is, what are my choices? Once I identify in my mind where my time orientation is, and I know because my emotions are disturbed, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So emotions are our barometer. Mm, and yep. interestingly, about, oh, they estimate about in studies about 90% of emotions, I think it could be 100% sometimes, maybe less, depending on the degree of emotion, is from the past. In mm. other words, we store up, we have emotional areas in the brain that we store up this information um, and these emotions. And then someone says or does something like the bully, mm. which is if that's ongoing, then we're going to drag up emotionally all the times that we were bullied. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. the moment someone does it in the present, we haven't resolved the past. Mm. Therefore, we drag up that emotion and we get overloaded, overwhelmed, we go into massive fear and anxiety. Mm. Right. Right. and then if we fear like we go like I so said, go on your holiday, come home, go to work, there's the the boss is a bully or you get someone who picks on you and the first thing you start thinking, Oh no, I'm gonna get to work and that person's gonna dump on me and so we're projecting constantly. Yes. Mm. The key is solve the problem in the present. Yeah, what am I right. going to do? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, with a deadline, I know I did all those studies. I knew that if something happened and I couldn't meet the deadline, I could talk to my uh, tutor or the lecturer or whatever, and you can get um, an extension. Yeah. So if the and worst we've, scenario we both happens. experienced that
0: a little bit. Both both Lawson <laughs> yeah, and I have yeah. had those moments where we needed to do that.
2: Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yes. Well, I joined the club. I've done that one too when I yes. started studying. And I found people are often very gracious. So if I think in the, in the moment that, oh, okay, well, yeah, if something true. happens and, oh, look, I get sick, you've just been sick, it's hard to do deadlines, mm-hmm. right? I can actually speak to so-and-so and ask for an extra few days or, Work it out. So you mm. constantly have the solution when you worry about the problem. Mm. Or you have to, if you're depressed about the past, you might need some help to resolve that, to do your grieving or to come to terms with it.
0: Mm-hmm. But
2: if not, we push it back in and it adds to the problem. And so then there's
0: more layers to go through to try and solve the whole issues, isn't there? So many more layers. So, so what, what, what we're hearing from you too is that, you know, deal with it as it comes up all the time so that the layers don't, don't pile up one on top of the other.
2: Even if it's the past and you are resolving it, that present moment, it helps to release or helps to deal with the past as well. Mm-hmm. It's like we download it, mm-hmm. even if we don't know where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. So part of what I do, and that's where you start to work with resolving trauma in the present because when you deal with the present moment, like the bully in the present, it helps to backlog. It's like a domino effect. It helps to just uh, release some of the past that we've dialed up with it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Mm. So we deal with the past and the present. We solve the future in the present. Look at a plan. What's my plan? If that The what-if plan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that means we've got choices in the here and now. Yeah. And this is where I find as a Christian being Christ-centered instead of self-centered is the key to the door. Oh, mm.
0: that is really big, isn't it, really? It is. Because it's, I think mm. you just nailed it there too so much, Jennifer, that when we tend to um, focus on these issues, it is all about ourselves, isn't it? And it is. So, you're
2: right. Mm-hmm. It's always about self-fear. Oh, what will happen if I do it? We fear things and it's all, it's when we are out of the present moment in our peace and peace of mind, I believe, can only come through our relationship, truly our relationship with God, being in nature where we're connected, mm. things like that. We have that peace of mind. When that's disturbed, it's about self. Mm yeah the what if thing is about self. Oh, what if i'm late what will they think yes you know? it is a, yes right wow yeah, and it's
0: so yeah. so much wow. bigger than we even realize because we're so caught yes. up in the moment aren't we yes and yet yes. really what you've brought out is that it, it is all about self so mm. it
2: is so one of my questions when i'm Losing my peace is going, hang on, where am I focused? I'm worrying about me, you know, and I listen to what I'm saying and I go, right, how can I shift it? I might pray, I might um, do something constructive or have a plan, a what if plan, yes. and then you can bring yourself back to the present and not worry about it. Love what you're
0: sharing, Jennifer. Always your tips are just so helpful and just so practical um, and so there for us to apply. Thank you so much once again, Jennifer, and we look forward to hearing again from you next week. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.